Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi guys, welcome back to Not Basic Blonde podcast. And I'm so excited about this episode because this guest is one of my favorites. I've been using It Cosmetics for so many years and I always wondered what's the success story behind the brand and what's going on behind the brand, how it was built. But I have an amazing guest today. Her name is Jamie Kern Lima and she will be telling us her story. If you're thinking of giving up on your dreams, this episode is a must listen. My guest today is Jamie Kern Lima and she has started It Cosmetics in her living room and grew the company into the largest luxury makeup brand in the country. She sold the company to L'Oreal in a billion dollar deal and became the first female CEO of a brand in its 100 plus year history. Jamie's also author of the book Believe It, how to go from underestimated to unstoppable. So in this episode, Jamie will be sharing her secret, how she started It Cosmetics in her living room and grew it to a multi-billion dollar brand. Also, we'll be talking about how to go from underestimated to unstoppable and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Jamie. I'm so glad to have you on Not Basic Blonde podcast. How are you today? Oh my goodness. I am so grateful to be here and just so excited. And uh, I know I was just sharing with you, you're the author. Now I'm the first time author. So we're, we're, we're celebrating together, but yeah, this is such a big moment. So thank you for letting me share it with you and your whole community. Oh, thank you so much for being my guest. And of course, we would love to know more about you. I've been a huge fan of you. I've been following you on Instagram and I've been using cosmetics for a long time. I love the concealer. My stepsister introduced me to concealer and I've been using it for a few years now. She told me, you know, I found this concealer when it just came out in Sephora. It's like, I just found it and I want you to try it because it's so 
thick and it's a great coverage. I'm sure you're gonna love it. And since then, she got me hooked on it. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that, you know, it's it's a it's a crazy story about how that concealer even happened. Oh, and wow. you know, how like today it sold millions and millions and millions of units. Um, but it was such a crazy journey because it started with a dream and an idea and then three years of rejection and the concealer not selling at all. <laughs> and so it's kind of a story of, you know, that maybe so many other people share who are part of your community, which is sometimes you have this idea or this dream or this goal and you you have this kind of like gut feeling that it's, good or that it's needed or that you're supposed to be doing it. And then it's really hard when all of a sudden either it's not selling or no one else is believing in you or it at the time. And it's kind of been this really, you know, wild journey. I I think, um, you know, part of why I made the decision to write Believe It, my first ever book is because, you know, on Instagram, we talk about Instagram, right? Which by the way, that's my favorite platform. I'm on that. And, but I kept getting DMs saying, oh, I read the headline. Like I read that you were a Denny's waitress and started and built a billion dollar business. Like, did you just get really lucky or did you just have all these connections or, and it was like, oh, wow. I realized that so many people out there when we don't share like the real stories behind the stories, then everyone else feels alone in their own struggles or their own setbacks. And so this is really the first time ever where I decided to just pour my heart out and share every story of what really happened. Because when you see it cosmetics today, it looks kind of like a fairy tale, right? Like it's like, oh, it's, you know, one of the best-selling brands in all the retail stores. But the actual journey of getting to that point uh, was filled with so much rejection and 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 so many setbacks and uh, a lot of mistakes and a lot of a lot of things I did right, a lot of things I did wrong. And so it's the first time ever I'm sharing them because I think that, you know, it's easy when we're in our own situation to let self-doubt take over or whatever and kind of, you know, give up. And, uh, and I just want everyone out there to know they're not alone. And, you know, this is, this is yes, a billion dollar success story, but really my story is a story of a girl who went from not believing in herself to, to learning how to believe in herself and doubting her herself, like learning, you know, going from doubting myself to, to learning how to hear my own intuition and then trust it. And really a journey of, of going from feeling like I'm not enough to, to, to knowing I'm enough, you know, so it's that whole, and, and I feel like it's the story of, of so many other women and so many other people out there right now, and they might be going through it as well. And so I really just every tip that I know and every story and every lesson, because we are all in this together on this journey of life and stepping into, you know, the, the person we're born to be. Yeah. And of course, you just, you have a book, believe it. We yes. would love to learn more about it. And what was the main idea? What inspired you? Yeah, I'm so excited. I mean, I just think that, um, you know, and again, especially on social media, you know, I um, I think um, I love your page, by the way. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so great Thank in your you. videos and everything. And, and I think that, you know, we can all be inspired by each other. And then I think when we also share at a w- even like, like 
there's only so much I can share online or, you know, and this is the first time um, in believe. So it's called believe it, how to go from underestimated to unstoppable. And I wanted to write it for everyone out there who's being told they're not enough. Sometimes it's by ourselves, right? Sometimes we literally underestimate ourselves and wants to learn how to break through that and how to break through that barrier of self-doubt. So believe it is, you know, my whole story really of, of starting with an idea and a dream and a passion and a mission to create it cosmetics and not just really great products, but also, you know, to have this sort of why and this mission in the company that was really deep um, and, and, and how I thought, and a lot of entrepreneurs have this, this uh, situation I'm learning, but I thought, oh my gosh, if I just pour everything I have into it and I can figure out how to create a great product, it's just going to sell. And then I was so wrong. And I, I talk about the years of like what I did and how I handled it when we had no money and, and, and all of the situations of being told no um, from retail after retailer after retailer and no from all the experts and, you know, everything I did wrong and everything I did right on how to tune in, know what my gut's telling me and make the decision to go with it, even if it's different than what all the experts are saying and just how um, the journey happened. And then it's also packed with tons of personal stories I've never, never ever shared before um, on, you know, just what happens when you go through betrayal in your own family or with friends and, you know, how do you build a circle around you um, that actually helps, you know, uh, pour into you and your chances of going after your own dream and, and what happens when you don't have that. And I go through all, I go through mean girls, mean girls and how to handle it and haters. And there is so many stories that I've never shared. And my real hope and prayer is that anybody right now who wants to go from not believing themselves to, to learning how to believe in themselves, um, my hope and prayer is that by really sharing not just the tips, right, but actual real stories that I lived through and what happened, my hope and prayer is that, that this book is of service for everyone to sort of like break through that barrier of self-doubt and learn to believe in themselves, trust themselves, and, and know that you know you are enough that's amazing i love it and of course being an entrepreneur is hard and everyone thinks okay you're successful you're here successful right now and it just like came so easy to you but it's not the like steps and levels you go through it's not just like with yourself you are you have to develop as yourself as well and go through like break your own personal blocks also you have to go yes. through like people around you yes and don't you feel from your own, from your journey and your own experience um tell me if you agree with this but i feel i believe that things like figuring out your own your own mindset and how to learn to believe in yourself is so much more important than how within your own, you know, how much experience you have or how smart you are, or how even how hard you work or how all those things, I feel like figuring out how to truly believe because I think self-doubt kills more dreams 
than almost anything. Um, and so for, has that been similar for you and your journey too? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I have to always remind myself and I have to like tell myself that I can do it and I have to, you know, no matter what, because if I really want something, I have to accomplish it, but it's definitely hard. Of course, it's, you go through so much, like you can't even explain because I've worked nine to five before and it's easy for me because you just come to your job and come home that's it you forget about it but being an entrepreneur it's like 24 7 no holidays no breaks no vacations I mean they are but still like you have to work non-stop anyway if you really want to succeed and I had to like for me it was the hardest part to set the boundaries like for example I'm I'm a workaholic and I had to like tell myself I had to take a break because it's like too much. I'm overwhelming myself, you know, and when you're overwhelmed, you're not going to succeed and your ideas will not flow as easily when you rest it. So I had to remind that myself all the time. Yeah. Do you even now? Is it something that you're still, because I still, I, I'm exactly like, I'm so glad you're sharing that. Thank you. Because I know so many people in your community probably can relate to this. But when you're going after your own dream and your own hope and your own goal, isn't it such a switch where you're like, oh, wait, it's really hard to ever turn this off. And yeah. <laughs> it's all on, it, sometimes it feels like it's all on you, right? And, and a lot of times, and and then, you know, I am, um, one of the things I, I talk a lot about in the book for the first time is is, you know, I thought, oh, when I, when I, cause I couldn't afford to hire anybody for the first three years when I, and I always thought, wow. And eventually we built the company to over a thousand employees, but I thought, you know, oh, once I hire people, it's going to, it's going to just be life-changing. And it was, but then once you build a team, you also have a new job now of leading and managing everyone and making sure they're all happy and hand they everything just gets more and more complex when it's your own thing. And, you know, I talk in the book also just about navigating work addiction, <laughs> navigating boundaries, which is so hard because anybody who, so many of us are tempted to go into business with a friend or family member or partner and because like we trust them. And so it makes sense. And then but then it can also have a big impact on boundaries, even in your, in your own relationship. And, you know, for me, that's one area in building it cosmetics I've never talked about, but I think it's important to talk about it. So in the book, I go deep on it, on how it, in, even how it impacted my marriage, um, because my husband and I worked together and, you know, we ended up doing hundred hour weeks when we finally got a shot on QVC after so many years of rejection, when we finally started getting yeses and we finally started getting into retailers, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to strike while the iron's hot. I need to, so I always just felt like at any moment it might come crashing down. And so I'd work harder and harder and harder. And, and, and my husband did as well. And so much of our team did. And, um, but like it got to the point, even in our own relationship where when he would call me, I realized that I would see my cell phone and think of it as a work call when he was calling me versus a per like busyness, busyness and work addiction are all like any other addiction, whether it's shopping or, you know, gambling or anything else, work addiction and, and, and busyness 
our addictions that also like separate us from us and kind of numb some of the hard stuff we're going through, um, but then can also numb the joy as well. So yeah, I go there deep in the book. I go there deep in it. Um, and you know, what I kind of realized is, you know, in my journey of, of, of building it cosmetics and then eventually selling it to L'Oreal and, and, and staying on a CEO and all of that, in my role as CEO for the last decade, I'm used to talking about all of the business lessons and things like that. And this book is the first time where um, it's all the real, like real stuff. It's the internal lessons. You know what I mean? On overcoming self-doubt and learning to trust your own gut and how do you do that? And how do you turn down the volume on everything else that's literally tempting you to quit or to talk yourself out of your own dream. Um, so I'm, yeah, I go there big time. I, I'm, and to hear that you've had these similar experiences, I think so many of us share these commonalities in our journey. And I think that's one of the things I'm so excited about with the book is I think all, all of us, I believe have a story. And I think, I think when we share it, like the real story behind the story, I feel like that's when all together, we, we get stronger, we rise up, all those things. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to sharing this. Amazing. How long did it take you to write it? It was an interesting journey. So for about five years, um, so so five years, uh, lit agents would, would were approaching me saying, hey, would you want to do a book? Or same with um, movie producers, stuff like that. But I was actually in the weeds building it cosmetics and and helping ideate every product and write every copy. And like, I was so all in. And sometimes brand founders are more the face in the press and they love that role. And, um, you know, what I, what I was doing was really like, you know, in with our customers, knowing their stories, writing copy, like all the stuff. And um, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to have someone else write the book. And so I said no for five years um, to even to meetings. Uh, and cause I didn't want to do it burnt out. Uh, and so um, about a year and a half ago, I just had this really strong knowing that it was time. And then I just kind of felt called on like a way bigger level that kind of a knowing that everything I'd been through countless nights crying myself to sleep, a million rejections, a lot of lost time and money. Like if I could share everything I learned that if I, like the things I wish I knew back then <laughs> that would save me all those things, if I can share those and it saves other people in their own journey of learning to believe in themselves, it saves them nights crying themselves to sleep and saves them the temptation of talking themselves out of their own dream saves them time, money. Like to me, that's the ultimate, you know, fulfillment. It's, it's never like, oh, wow, I sold my company for a billion dollars. That's obviously cool. But the, what fills our soul, I believe as human beings is when we know what we're doing is of service to someone else, right? Like I know there's so many people in your community that are served and inspired by your show and by all the stuff you do. And, you know, for me, that's sort of the ultimate fulfillment um, because it's, you know, it's, it's really been a journey. So it's so, so a year and a half, I, I just knew and, um, and I wrote every single word myself. And, and if you want the real truth, I don't think I've 
shared this before, but I literally binge ate Lucky Charms cereal, cried, like sobbed my eyes out and was like, F it, I'm going to share everything that I'd want to know. Like not the highlight reel. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? All the real stuff that people can apply to their own life if they feel like it's right for them on their own journey to, to going from underestimated to unstoppable, to, to stepping into all of who they are. And <laughs> Wow, what a journey. <laughs> but what if isn't other people who don't believe in us? What if we don't believe in ourselves? What is your advice on that? Yeah, that's the hardest part, right? You know, it's um, so many of us, uh, you know, let all this noise build up into such strong self-doubt that exactly what you just said, we end up being our biggest critic, our biggest inner critic, our biggest, you know, uh, uh, force that talks ourselves out of our own dreams or the things we tell ourselves, right? Our freaking inner critic says things for so many of us, like you're not enough, you're not this enough or that enough or, you know, all the things, right? I think that figuring that piece out is everything, what you just mentioned. And so, you know, in in my journey and a lot of this, the things about what I share, a lot of the tips and takeaways in the book is, you know, all of the different forms of self-doubt um, and, and what we can do about them and how we conquer it through getting really strong with hearing our own gut, listening to our own knowing and deciding to trust it. Um, And here's what I mean by that. Like, so in my journey, there are so many different forms of rejection. Uh, You know, one of them was uh, all of the retailers, right? So I had this dream to create it cosmetics, the great products. And I had this dream to, um, you know, show all different types of models with different skin tones and skin challenges and all the things. And I had this vision and I'd finally created a product that solved my own problems, right? I have rosacea, hereditary rosacea on my skin. And I knew, wow, if this works for me, there must be so many other people out there that have skin challenges that are looking for something that works. And so I, you know, we poured everything we had, all of our savings, everything into, into hiring an advisory board, making the first uh, round of formulations and finally getting a product that worked and creating it differently. And I just thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be huge, right? And so every time I would send it to Sephora or Ulta or the department stores or QVC, it was always a no. And it was your, you know, no on the product. No, you're not the right fit. Your packaging isn't nice enough. Uh, if you use, you know, all these different types of models, we don't think it's going to sell, you know, all that stuff. So it was no, 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 like a million no's. And it's really hard when all these experts, because I, I value them so much. Like when I walk into Sephora or even I remember that my days as being a Denny's waitress and I would save my tip money and, and go to a department store and, and use my tip money to buy my favorite Mac lipstick or Lancome eyeliner, or, you know what I mean? And I just, so I dreamed when I created it cosmetics, like I dreamed of it and I would try to envision it being in those stores. And I valued all of the beauty experts so much and I put them on a pedestal, but then they're all telling me that what I created isn't going to work in their stores. And it's really hard when your gut instinct is telling you one thing and you want to put that on a pedestal. And it's hard to do that when like all of the experts, the ones you've been putting on a pedestal are telling you something else. And what happens is 
I think it comes down to which we listen to. And I think this is, a, you know, one of the biggest tools in the book is how do you turn down the volume on, in this case, experts telling me no, that I'm not the right fit? Because it's so easy for us as human beings and with the way our brains are wired, it's easy to hear you're not enough and then literally let it carve a groove in our neural pathways and replay it over and over and over in our head. And we start to believe it. Right. And versus like, Oh, you know what? Okay. They're saying no now, but let me, let me just tune in. Let me take all their feedback, all their, you know, forms of rejection. And one of the things I did right was I figured out how to get still and listen to my own gut and, and, and I would ask myself literally, and some people do this through prayer or meditation, or they ask God, or they ask the universe. And, you know, I think the tool of getting still, which is hard for a lot of people to do, tuning in, hearing your own gut and it telling you what to do, and then making that decision to trust it. And in my journey, all of these no's, right? Some of them were painful. Some of them felt personal. <laughs> Some of them didn't make sense to me. Um, but no matter what form of rejection it was, uh, all of my mistakes came when I went against what my gut told me to do. And how I kept going was every time I would get still and listen to my gut and say, is this really, am I supposed to keep going? Because we went through a few years where there was, literally no proof that this idea was any good. We, you know, had almost no sales. All of the experts were saying no. Um, and then, right, we have, sometimes we have our friends and family that mean super well and they love us, but then the, they're seeing our situation through their own lens of doubt <laughs> and their own lens of life experience and life limitations and all of that. So, you have that whole other level of noise, which is people saying like, are you sure you should have quit your job? Are you sure? Like, do you have any sales yet? Are you qualified for this? All those things, right? Learning how to turn down the volume on those things and turn up the volume on your own inner knowing is huge. It's, it's so important. One, um, one thing that really stands out to me, by the way, on one story on, on this, and I think that no matter you know, any one of your listeners, what situation they're in right now, I think, and what their goals and their hopes are, and, you know, whether they're personal or professional or anything else, knowing if you're on the right track and it's where you're supposed, it's, it's, it's on your, on your journey to becoming the person you're actually born to be is huge because so many of us, right. We end up the, the noise of self-doubt um, and other people's opinions. And sometimes it's our lack of proof of success. And sometimes it's just, it's like all that noise, um, all the rejection, we end up just making that decision to stay in our comfort zone. And we literally get tempted to talk ourselves out of our own truth. And the scariest part is so many people never, ever learn how to hear their own intuition. They just learn how to hear everything else around them that turns into self-doubt and they miss out on ever becoming the person they're born to be. This is the journey for me. For me, it doesn't matter if you ever grow a business to a billion dollars. It doesn't matter any of those things. What matters is, are you stepping into all of who you are and all of who you're created to be? Or 
are you going to stay in your comfort zone, which literally will start to chip away um, at our soul. And so this book is really so much about how do you do that? How do you learn to trust yourself and listen to your gut? And one quick story to share is, you know, after three years of, of rejection from pretty much everybody, we finally got a yes to have one shot on QVC. And it meant we had a 10 minute window. Um, and, and we were only selling two to three orders a day on our website at the time, but to hit the QVC sales goal in that 10 minute window, um, we needed to sell over 6,000 units of our Bye Bye Under Eye Concealer, the one you were talking about. And um, and uh, and if we didn't sell over 6,000 units, we would miss their sales goal and then never, you know, not come back. Um, and it was a consignment deal. So we actually had to pay for all the manufacturing, everything of the 6,000 units and get it to them. And then it had whatever, whatever didn't sell got shipped back to us and we couldn't afford for that to happen. And so everything was on the line for this one shot that we got in this 10 minute window. And, you know, I'd always dreamed of showing women that, you know, cause growing up, I, I never saw anybody that had rosacea, bright red rosacea on their cheeks. And I thought, you know, I bet you there's so many women out there that wonder if this makeup product's going to work for them. But, but if they're not seeing like, like they're like me with rosacea, but they're not seeing anyone with rosacea, how do they know it's going to work for them? And so I had this vision to show, you know, different skin challenges, different skin tones, all of that. And, um, and, and so when we got this one shot at QVC, it was like, okay, you have this 10 minute window. And by the way, in that 10 minute window, you're not even guaranteed the 10 minutes. So if you go on live and it's not selling by the second, your clock gets cut. So you might be live and you're like, oh, I have nine minutes left. But if you're, if it's not working, you're down, boom, your, your clock is cut. So I thought, okay, so, so when we got this one shot, I felt the weight of the world on my shoulders because we were down to close to no money. We had to borrow money to, to and get an SBA loan, which I think 22 banks rejected us. It was the 23rd. We got enough money to pay for this inventory just for this one shot on QVC. So literally everything was on the line and uh, it felt so heavy. And we hired uh, outside third-party consultants who helped so many people sell their products and their businesses on TV and they're amazing at what they do. But no one had ever done what, what, what I wanted to do before. And they thought I was crazy. <laughs> They're like, um, so if you want a shot at success, here's what you need to do. And we wouldn't recommend putting any models with bright red rosacea. And I'm like, well, and I would get, and I kind of would fight with them and get into it and say, well, if I'm sitting at home and I don't, and, and someone's telling me it's going to work for me, but I don't see anyone showing their rosacea. How, how do I know it's going to work for me? And Anyways, it was really tough because it was this moment where my gut kept telling me, this is why you created this company. This is what you need to do. Go on television. And by the way, this was 2010. So YouTube was literally just starting, right? And so this, nobody was showing their bare face yet. And I kept feeling like when we really reveal the real inside of us is when we connect as human beings. And I was like, let me just take my makeup off on national television because QVC is a live television channel and, and it, they broadcast live to hundred million homes and there's no script, nothing. And these outside third party experts were literally saying, listen, if you want, we want you to win 
And if you want to win, <laughs> I, we highly suggest you don't do that. And, you know, and so it was a tough decision. I sat, I flew out to QVC, which is in Pennsylvania, a week before this one shot. And I sat in the parking lot in a rental car every day for a week, like praying, crying, trying to figure out what I should do because I had one shot. And, you know, sometimes we know in our gut what's the right thing to do or what we stand for or what we believe in. But then when everything's on the line, it gets tempting to question or second guess ourselves, second guess our values, second guess all of that. And, and, you know, it's easy to say, oh, well, they're experts for a reason. And so I really sat there and struggled with self-doubt in that car. And I was like, okay, like, is my gut right? Because at that moment, there was no proof it was. I mean, we were a few years in, no experts believed in us until that moment. And there was not really many sales out there. There was, you know what I mean? And so it's like nothing made sense except my gut kept telling me, you know, this is why you created this brand. You have to stick with authenticity. You can't fake authenticity. So I knew what I had to do. And we we went live and I remember the, uh, that big countdown clock, it was like 10 minutes and it was like, boom, the on-air sign came on and it was like 9.59, 9.58. I was like, oh shit, like freaking out. And my hand was shaking. I was trying to do this demonstration of concealers, how ours didn't crease and the top two competitors did. And my hand was so shaky on live TV that the host was like, thank you, sugar. And I remember my bare face uh, with bright red rosacea came up on national television. And then I went over to all the models and a lot of them had different skin challenges from acne to hyperpigmentation. And, you know, we really just like went through and, and it was cool because I got to prove live that the product works. And I remember there was about a minute left and the host was like, the tan shade's almost sold out. The deep shade is dead. And I was like, <gasps> and then I, at the last second, the sold out sign came up across the screen. And I literally started crying on national TV. And um, what's crazy is that that one, that one shot and sticking with my gut, it turned into five shows that year and then 101 the next year. And then we did 250 live shows a year uh, for eight years. We still at this moment do that many. Um, so I've done over a thousand QVC shows myself, but we, and we built it cosmetics to the largest beauty brand in QVC's history. Um, and the only reason why I think that's worth sharing is because it was three years of no, and you're not the right fit for us or for our customers. And it was so much rejection, even from all the stores that we one day became the top brand in. And so I feel like sharing stories like this, and there's like a million of them in the book, I think help us all realize, oh, it's okay that I'm getting rejected. Like, it's okay that I'm going through this. This happens to all of us. And maybe most people don't share it, but, you know, even crazy awesome success stories like like it cosmetics even stories like that are packed with so much rejection and i think so many people give up even though they know in their in their gut they're supposed to be doing this or they feel like they are they give up because they let they let the volume of rejection turn into self-doubt the volume of other people's opinions turn into self-doubt and it gets so loud that they literally can't even hear their own gut anymore. And they talk themselves out of their truth. And, uh, and I just think that, you know, we all deal with this stuff. And the more we share it, 
the less alone we all feel in our journey. Oh, I absolutely agree. It's like sometimes we let others to decide our success. If they told us no, then we think it's no. But I love how you stayed so dedicated and so persistent that you're able to accomplish your dream. What one word of advice would you give to the audience today? Or what final words of advice would you give to our audience? I believe every single person has a knowing inside of them. Um that once they really tune into it and like step into their own truth, that's when we burn self down to the ground. You know what I mean? That's when we know, because at the end of the day, like, you know, I don't think, and, and, and by the way, I know you and I are both, you know, on Instagram a lot and things like that. And a lot of people share that they're, they go on Instagram, but then they, they were, they start to compare themselves to other people or this or that. I think that one of the big realizations in my journey that I share in my new book, Believe It, um, that I would share with your community today is when we really understand the idea and learn this lesson that we're not here to compete with anybody else, we're literally on this earth to compete with who we were born capable of becoming, that is freedom. Because and, and you can't fake authenticity, right? And there's only one of you. And so for every single person, it doesn't even matter what someone else is doing on Instagram. Or if you're in a particular area of business, it doesn't matter what your competitors are doing. It literally doesn't matter because all of that is a distraction to your own through line of authenticity. And I think I think when we get this lesson that we're not here to, and I talk about mean girls trying to get competitive. I talk about all that in the book and I talk about transcending it all with this idea and this belief, we're not here to compete with anyone else and their success can inspire us and help us elevate our own game. And we can cheer them on and even help them rise because it is irrelevant in so many ways to our own journey. We're literally not here to compete with anyone else. We're here to compete with the person God made us to, to be, right? The person we're born to be. So my hope and prayer is everyone who picks up this book, that it inspires them to step into who they are, to, to all of who they are and all of who they're born to be. Yeah, that's amazing. And I love your Instagram. You always share something that is so spot on. Sometimes I go on Instagram and I read your account. And, I mean, I see your post and it's like, Yes, thank you. I need to hear this today. <laughs> oh, good. That is my hope. I actually say that prayer sometimes. I'm like, I'm like, all right, let me just write something that somebody needs to hear right now. You know what I mean? And so, oh, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yeah. And where can we find your book and where can we purchase it? I don't know. You also offer some surprises. So we would love to hear more. Yeah, yeah, we're doing this for, for your whole community. Um, it's celebration of the book launch. So, okay, so it's called Believe It, um, How to Go from Underestimated to Unstoppable. And you can grab it anywhere. So uh, Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble, independent bookstores, Target, everywhere. And, um, and yeah, we're doing something really fun. So wherever you pick the book up at, um, if you go to believeit.com, which the book is called believe it. And then the website is believeit.com. If you go there and you just enter your order number, doesn't matter where you picked it up from. Um, you'll get a bunch of free stuff. So you're, uh, so there's a, um, a 90 plus page action plan that I wrote, which is how to implement all the lessons from the book into your real life. Um, so you get that for free. And then I did a course called becoming a unstoppable 
um, how to overcome the things holding you back. And you get that for free as well uh, for, for the big celebration of the book launch. So um, I'm just really, really excited about all of it and grateful to you as well, um, just for sharing, sharing this moment together. Yeah, thank you so much. These are very exciting surprises. I love how you actually implemented the course and everything. That's the big deal. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've never done a course before. And I'm like, you know what? I want it to serve everyone. So let's just give it away. <laughs> let's just give it away because for me, it's about impact. You know what I mean? It's it's about it's about that it's of service to to everyone else on their own journey too. So thank yeah. you. And where can our listeners find you? Your Instagram? Yeah. So Instagram at Jamie Kern Lima. So it's J-A-M-I-E-K-E-R-N-L-I-M-A. Um, and and believeit.com um, for the book or jamiekernlima.com. Either one. Thank you so much, Jamie, for being my guest. It was my pleasure and honor because I've been a huge fan of you and Eat cosmetics. Well, you know what I have to say is, you know, it's like, you know, early about everything you got, your gut is so strong, right? So for you to love it cosmetics for a while, thank you for loving it before a whole lot of other people knew it existed. <laughs> I am grateful. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for being my guest. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.